I like to wait until like the moment, like you know. All right, yeah, who's gonna, gonna say, say hello? You say something. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> hello. We are we are kicking this off uh, again. We're gonna just continue straight into this. We have been talking about. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of D words. <laughs> I'm talking about deliverance. Uh, so, um, we are. Brother Larry is going. Brother Hoss is going to take and um, take the reins for a second. Did you know that? Yeah, yeah, I remember. Uh, so we uh, we were talking about you know um, this this being delivered, being you know uh, from especially from the the man the court of popular opinion. Yeah. Okay. We we live in especially on social media, man. You live in the court of popular opinion. You can put something out there, and if it's even slightly controversial, the feedback you can get can be. Uh, crazy. And so you were talking about how, you know, maybe someone who has been a uh, Christian, someone who has fallen God has been against alcohol, but now they, they feel like they have liberty to do it in their life. And so they put it on social media. Here I am with a bottle of whatever. And, and so you know, what are you going to say about it? You know, uh, and obviously there are those that might lash out on, but there are those that are going to validate where they're standing now. And so, um, we have this mentality because we sometimes don't allow scripture to actually help us understand what scripture is saying. And, uh, and so I want to go to uh, what we've talked about because we're talking about deconstructing for the purpose of reconstructing. Maybe we yes. need to have an episode where we don't do a D and have a reconstructing, uh, reconstructing. That's really what deliverance is. Yep. Deliverance is uh, a reconstruction. Okay. So, um, <clears throat> for other foundation can no man lay than that is laid, which is Jesus Christ. So there's where our starting point, our foundation, you're going to build on Christ to build on anything else. Is stupid or foolish. I'm sorry, I use the Bible <laughs> word foolish. Stupid's a bad word. Stupid. Ten were ten were wise. Five were wise, five were stupid. Sorry. <laughs> so now if any man build upon this foundation, what foundation? That's Christ. Jared done cracked himself up. I'm gonna give him a minute to compose himself. Are you okay? I'm listening. Are, yeah, go. Are you go. okay? Yeah. I don't know if I could listen. I mean I what <laughs> I want to now. Now I want to stop, and I want to know the picture that's in your head right now that's that's caused you to be tickled. So. No, I'm sorry. It, okay, so the, Matthew 25, the the virgins. There was ten of them, and five were wise. They had oil in their lamps, and five. What does it say? They were foolish, and they and all I can think is they were stupid. Not like stupid. well, that just changed that whole. <laughs> Picture well, in my I mean, head, how that was. I call I call it layer phrasing. I had I had King James language working when you know it's like five are foolish, you know, and it's like no five are stupid. Stop being stupid. All right, go, I'm sorry. I'm I'm. Go ahead. <laughs> okay, so for other for other foundation can no man lay than that is laid. <laughs> which is Jesus Christ. Now you're preparing for the sun to come up, aren't you? I was getting ready. Uh, no, if any, now if any man build upon this foundation, gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, stubble. I like that. God puts all those building materials in there. Yeah. Okay. He puts gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, and stubble. They're all in the same sentence. Okay. If any man build upon Christ, 
These are the building materials, gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, stubble. Every man's work shall be made manifest. Now, that phrase right there, we talk about debunking, okay? Um, I was told as I was growing up and have been taught even here at this church that that means that God is going to make everything I've ever done known to everybody. And everyone's going to know all the things that I've done. And so I need to think about that before I do something. Okay. Now that's something that I was taught. You talk about something that's that, that we really should have been debunking. Okay. That's this almost is adding that, to bondage. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. All right. So for the, and it says every man's works have been made manifest for the day shall declare it because it shall be revealed by fire. Okay. That listen, what's the fire? God is a consuming fire. Yeah. The Bible says he's a consuming fire. He's the righteous judge, and he's going to take everything that I've done, okay, every action, every thought, every intent, everything that I've done in my life that I've built on the foundation that is Christ. And let me just say something. If you get saved, you are on the foundation of Christ, all right? All you're doing is picking which building materials you're going to use. Wood, hay, and stubble, those are all subject and suspect to uh, parasite infestations, to fire, to water, to all these different things. They are things that are not going to stand the test of time. But gold, silver, and precious stone, either on this earth or in the world to come, are going to be something that's going to last. All right? But this day, every man's works made manifest, has nothing to do with the court of popular opinion. We are so focused on what does my brother think or what does my sister think or what does my mom or dad or husband or wife, children, what do my church people think? What do they think about my life? Quit worrying about what people think and get down on your face before a holy, righteous God and say, God, what do you say about my life? Be like David and say, Lord, search me, try me. See if there be any wicked way. Me try the reins of my heart. What what's what's pulling left and pulling right? God, tell me. Show me where I'm failing. God, what do you think? And there is always going to be bondage in our life when we worry what other people think. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong, man. I want my wife to think I'm hot. Okay. I want my wife to think that I'm the manliest man she's ever met. I want my wife to think about these things and to consider these things to be absolute in her life. Okay. So don't get me wrong with there. We, we need to let people uh, or have some concern with what people think about us in our lives and our relationships. But if at the core, I'm not more concerned with what God thinks about who I am and who God says that I am than what other people are, then I'm always going to be in bondage yeah. and I'm never really going to have deliverance. Yeah. I mean, there's a, there's a vast difference between, um, caring what being in bondage to what people think and, um, being all things to all men, not being a stumbling block there. There's a huge difference. It's not a fine line. People would say, well, there's a fine line. No, um, being, not being a stumbling block to somebody and looking at them and caring about them and realizing that you don't want your uh your 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 liberty as an you don't want to let your liberty be an, I'm going to butchering the verse as occasion to the flesh um you don't want to pull somebody down that is on the other side uh of bondage uh, uh, no it's on the other side away from bondage but what you're talking about is being in bondage to what people think there's a vast difference um, 
caring like with kids and i i don't know maybe it's the season of life i'm in my my kids where i'm seeing this scripture come to life i'm seeing god come to life in different ways and um you know this is my kids there are things that i feel about certain ways but i don't want to be a stumbling block to them because they are sponges they're taking all of these things in and it makes me revisit some things um but there are things that i'm like it's i i have no issue with this you know, I don't have, okay, something so small. Like we go, uh, we go play disc golf as a family. Um, that can be a bondage. Okay. <laughs> Which is weird to say anything can be a bondage, but disc golf can be a bondage. People spend hundreds and hundreds of dollars on these discs to play disc golf. The bags, um, they'll, they'll go to all these tournaments. Their life is consumed with it. My family and I like to go play disc golf. Because other people's life are consumed, I mean, does that mean that we ha- uh, we shouldn't do it? No. Um, that's liberty that we have. That's, but it's liberty in Christ. Like the main things, the, the 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 it's the time with the family and all this. But if somebody is, if one of my kids get to the place where they are, you know, they're just eating it up, and they are they are spending money on that, they're getting a job, and they're working not to give to Christ, not to not to give to the church, they're not to they're not being responsible in their life, and they're just it's all disc golf. Um, then I'm not going to be like, hey, let's go play disc golf. <laughs> you know what I mean? And this is a stupid illustration, all right. But I'm not going to be. Mean, like, but it's it's but it's valid in the fact that I mean, we make things evil yeah with our intentions oh absolutely and because our intentions are always choosing wood hay stubble gold silver precious stone everything we do like i said a couple episodes ago everything we do is either worship or works everything we do yeah yeah so there's a difference i mean caring Caring what people think to the point. That's what we're talking about. Caring what people think to the point where you are in bondage. Where, you know, you could paint the picture. You're going to church for what reason? You, we should, we, And I don't want to say you should be going to, to serve God. You should be going um, because there is a, a desire in your heart that you're, you need to be around other believers. You, God has put it inside of us to be a family to be a body, but to be going, we because need community. We need, community. we need it, but to be going and to say, well, what will people think if I miss what, or what will people think if I do this? What will people think? And just, you are no longer you, you are an apparition of other people's opinions. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you have become that. And you're, you're a robot. I mean, what do you, what do you do when you go home by yourself you sit there and you don't even know who you are anymore because you are not you. And that's bondage. I, I think the Bible gives us a great passage here in order for us to really understand how we live in deliverance. Okay. Uh, to the best of his ability uh, to work through us. And it's Hebrews chapter 12. Uh, verses one and two. Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses. Okay, so people are watching. Whether it be those that have gone on before, okay, 
because this is on the heels of Hebrews chapter 11, the, the hall of faith, where there's the, those that would witness against, you know, well, that's not really faith there. You're going to do that, right? But again, I've heard that. I don't believe that's what it's talking about. I think that's talking about we are compassed about what's so great. Hold on, don't, don't, don't go back on that. What? Uh, say, say it again. I don't believe this is talking about those in chapter 11 that they're watching us and judging us because oh, okay, okay. that's still validation from something other than Christ. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I believe it's talking about there are those that are watching us because we are so uh, uh, surrounded with witnesses, people that are watching our lives. Let us lay aside every weight and sin which doth so easily beset us. There's onus on us. What is that? That's crucifying our flesh. That's laying aside the things that we're concerned with that, that matter to us more than Christ. Lay those things aside. Get rid of them, okay? And let us run with patience the race that is set before us. What is that race? That predestination of Christ to to be on a, a beeline towards Christ, to be focused on who Christ is, because we see in chapter two, or verse two, looking unto Jesus, looking unto Jesus, the author, the beginning, and the finisher, the end of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him, me, endured the suffering of the cross. Uh, uh, endured the cross and despised the shame and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. So we are we are to look to him. We have those that are watching and they're going to watch. So what do I do? Well, I get rid of the things that are going to cause me to not look towards him. And I look towards him as I run towards him. Yeah. Okay. Then we don't have to worry about the cloud of witnesses and what they think. Okay. And it's not to say, well, I don't care what you think. It's to say, what does God think? What I'm going to focus on him and let them see that. And if they have a problem with that, then they have a problem with him. It's not me. They have a problem with him. And I think that's a, I think that's a great passage Yeah, to really understand how we are going to enjoy deliverance. And it goes on for consider him that endured such contradiction of sinners against himself. You talk about somebody that had people that didn't like him. Okay. Did Christ allow what others think thought of him to cause him to not glorify the father? Did he allow to dissuade him from what his purpose was? No. And what is what, what he had come to do? No, he endured all that. Okay. Why do we do that? Why do we consider that? So we not be wearied and faint in our minds. Okay, Christ did it. He's promised he'll help me to do it. I look to him. He's the he's the beginning of my faith and the end of my faith. So he says when it starts, he says when it stops. All right. And so what do I do, I just follow him. And everybody else is just going to have to see that that I'm following him. And I, I care about him. I love him. I, I mean, I want I want I want to please people. I mean, come on, man. You want to please people, but but if I'm not pleasing Christ first, then I can't worry about what you think about. And, and what you want from me. Ditto. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so, okay, this is naturally just going to take us into our next topic. And okay. so we're not going to get into the next topic. Um, I, I think... I think what's been said has been very clear about deliverance, okay, about what this is. Deliverance through the deconstruction process is kind of what we're focusing on, um, but it's not limited to that. Um, I, I don't want it, we're not just limiting to that. Um, so our next topic, 
we're going to leave a cliffhanger, but you kind of segued, began, excuse me, you began a very good segue into that. And I don't know if you realize you did. Uh, no, it went on purpose. I'm not that talented. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the segue is, is I'm not going to tell you what we're going to talk about, but it you were talking about um, laying aside everything else. Um, oh, I know what you're about. Laying aside everything else well, to... Yeah. What are those called? To pursue Christ. You don't want to say it, huh? Go ahead. Distractions. Distractions. Laying aside distractions. So we are, we're, we've only... Okay, so this episode is only 16 and a half minutes long. It's going to be right. short, but it doesn't matter. Fine. We, we I think we've said all we need to say about deliverance. So Yeah, I at the 14 and a half mark, I was like, and there it is. So Sorry, sorry, I didn't mean to... Well, there's no theater anymore. <laughs> I mean, what do we do? No, I'm kidding. So Man, this just goes to show everybody we, we we don't like we're not putting on a show or anything. Like no. we're just we're just seeking truth. And once truth is revealed, what else do you do, man? No, I, we can sit here and talk about the squirrels that I'm looking at as the sun's going to shine on my face. So, um, when we're we're going to talk about it, Hebrews chapter twelve is going to be our our. Uh, it's going to be our verse. What do you say? Launching verse. Launching. Okay. I thought you said pontoon. And I was like, it's our pontoon <laughs> you verse. Explain that one, Larry. <laughs> We're going to float around on that one for a little while. It's <laughs> like, a pontoon verse. <laughs> I'm sorry. I. No, nah, I'm sure. I'm sure we could probably use a lot of Romans chapter six as we talk about that too, and seven yeah. really. But, but I mean, I think starting on that point. So uh, I'm not going to say anything else. Um, love right. you, brother. And uh, if love you, if you have feedback, please share with us. This is about a part of this is let's have a discussion. I mean, that's a big part of this. Um, please talk with us. Uh, email the restructure podcast at gmail.com. We have, we're on Twitter that brother Haas said he has not checked in <laughs> a long time. I really need to check. I don't even get on Twitter for myself. Twitter <laughs> is a Twitter's Twitter's a, it's a, it's a yoke of bondage for me. So, well, um, I, I, yeah, I, I get on there and I see people say stupid stuff and I feel like I have to correct them. <laughs> <laughs> and I, it's just, Five I'm not going to change on Twitter. I'm just, I'm not going to do it. And I don't, uh, uh, I, 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 nobody's going to change my mind. Very seldom is somebody going to change my mind uh, uh, on Twitter. So, um, you know, I need at least a discussion. But anyways, uh, yeah, so I, I don't get on it that much, but maybe we could just get rid of it. But anyways, uh, Twitter's not that big of a deal. So Twitter's for tweets uh, or twits. Twi- I don't know. <laughs> and, uh, but we're also on Facebook. We are on Facebook. And we are, we're, on, Facebook. We are on YouTube. We're on the YouTube. We're on the YouTube. Did did we call YouTube to have them come record this? Uh, they showed up and they okay, all right. Actually, they never showed up. I'm really well. We need to make sure we call them and make sure they show up to record this. So, <laughs> anyways, <laughs> if you don't know that reference, then you're probably a lot less carnal than we are. So, <laughs> than I am. Uh, Jared doesn't know what I'm talking about. He's I have no idea. He has no idea. Bo body, bo body. So I like um, it. <laughs> um, 
Uh, and if you are on YouTube, then you watch the videos and, or this is your first time, then once you like it, subscribe to it. And, uh, and, uh, Hey, you know what? We don't say this often enough, but you know, uh, if you feel, if you think that others might, uh, I don't know what's the word I'm looking for here. Um, benefit. That's it. I knew I would think of it. If others might benefit from this then share, you know, uh, share it on social media, um, share it. However, uh, let folks know, uh, that there's uh, some people out there trying to find truth. Yeah. And living it. Well, amen. Love you, brother. Right. Love you later. Peace. With God's word as our authority, we, the Restructured Podcast, would like to set forth a proposal to God's people, the New Testament Church, to become of a Berean nature in pursuit to know the scriptures. The church in our generation, we believe, has become a distant shadow of what the body of Christ should look like. It will be our endeavor to bring forth things for God's people to think on and consider as they search God's word to see if these things are so.